everybody, and welcome back to the show of Balanced Life for You, where we design the life that you love. Well, I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli, and I'm your transformational coach. And today on the show, uh, we're going to be doing something really fun. Hey, Holly. <laughs> I love working with you. Is everything working? Yeah. Well, I have to say, I'm really excited today about our topic because we're going to be talking about tips on how to prevent holiday stress and sometimes that depression. And, and I have my guest, Holly Porter. So we're doing double duty. We both have our own podcast. And so we wanted to both share with you and have a conversation and, and uh, bring you in so we can help, help uh, you all in the stress of the holidays, right? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't, this couldn't come at a better time because I just want to preface this whole uh, show today because I know I'm not the only person on this planet that has a million things going on um, for November and December. And I was at a workshop today or a uh, meetup group and the presenter made a comment and I love it. She goes, I bet you all are sitting here with 10 different tabs open right now. (laughs) Yeah. Now I've heard the filing drawer, but I thought that's so true, man. We got all these tabs open and wondering like what's for dinner, who's coming, how are we doing this? And I mean, anything from uh, the food, the prep, the guest list, to um, the, the things that stress us out, to yeah. things that are just coming up in our life that make us go, um, that wasn't on my plan two days ago. So right. I, this is a perfect time. So thanks. I think this was a great idea. Thank you for doing this. Oh, absolutely. I think it is as well. And Rhonda and I have known each other for a while. She's been my guest and I've been her guest on podcasts and we have a lot of fun. So we just wanted to share you with you some tips, right? That we feel like are important to pass along during the holidays so that all of you can maybe pick up one or two things. And we're going to do this in a two-part, right? We're going to do this week and we're going to do next week. And so you will have two shows that you can listen to and, and um, we'll... We just felt like we had so much information that we needed to break it up into two sessions so we didn't keep it so long. Absolutely. Short, sweet. And you know what? It's not just related to the holidays. It's, uh, I, I believe everything that we're going to share today can be um, equated to different times of um, the year, whether it be oh, yeah. um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, it could be family reunions too, you know? Absolutely. Anytime you get a group of people together, right? It's like... There's, there's not that perfect family. I think one thing that I want to preface before we even jump into these ideas that we came up with is that, you know, you look at other people and you think they have it all together. And when you draw the curtain, they have their flaws just like you. And, you know, I think if we realize, and maybe we know that in our hearts, but, you know, our heads get in the way and we start looking at other people just thinking, well, I want this and I want that and I want to be like that. And they have the perfect husband and, you know, they get this and they get that. It's like, let's bring it all in. Like what really matters, you know? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So, you know, with that, um, if it's okay, can I kind of start because it rolls right off the of oh. head? Yes. All right. So one of the things that we have on our list is to acknowledge your feelings. And that rolls right off of what Holly just said is we're all human and we're not perfect. And you're right. We all come from where we are. You know, we are who we are. And let's just be real and acknowledge it. And there's no such thing as forcing to be happy during the holidays. And I think that is something that is that myth out there. Um, 
I've heard, I, I do like the phrase, fake it till you make it. But that re that goes with other areas in your life, not necessarily, you know, um, pretend to be happy. Now, I'm not encouraging you to, if you're having a bad day and sad, don't blow it up on everybody else. Um, right. but let's just acknowledge, you know, maybe, maybe you just had a death in the family. Maybe you just got some bad news about your health. Maybe you just got some bad news about your family. Mm -hmm. And that is, can be justifiably, justifiably cause for being sad. Okay. Um, sadness doesn't have to equate to depression, right? And right. It's okay to be sad and, um, take time for your, you know, take a moment to acknowledge your feelings. Now, what I always talk to with my clients about um, feelings, you know, that emotional scale. So sadness is a negative emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Happy and joy are a positive emotion. Now, if you're sad and you know that, guess what? I would prefer to be in a better place and whatever it is that's causing me to be sad, I would really like to leave it behind for a few days. Well, then I'm just going to encourage you to do a couple of things. One is you could do something called a state change. Okay, and that could be simply from um, being aware of your posture when you're sad, you tend to slump over and your head's down and mm -hmm. your energy's low. And I'm just going to encourage you to just do something as simple as a state change, right? Stand up tall, head up tall, put a big mm -hmm. smile on your face and tell me if you can be sad. I'm sad right now. <laughs> a little more challenging. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it sounds silly, but um, I, you know, I find that just making a state change can actually really um, physically help where I'm at for the holiday season. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, you know, there are some people that just are kind of have, they have circumstances, but they are downers naturally. And it's hard for me to relate because I'm not that way. And so it's like, get out of it. You know, you have to be sympathetic to people maybe that are like that. And maybe, um, I always say serve, you know, when you're feeling low, the best thing you can do is serve someone else because it will just make you feel better. You know, it, it just does just, just try it, you know? Well, you know, I, I have to agree with that because, <clears throat> excuse me, several things have been going, I've been very busy doing a lot of different stuff over the last few weeks, like we all are. And yeah. it kind of came to me the other day that, um, I'm not feeling in the flow. I'm not feeling there's something missing. And what I realized was I haven't been volunteering as much as I usually do. So when mm -hmm. I went to my, my, one of my favorite places, it's a place that really, it works with kids. So I love to be around children. Uh, it works with horses. And as everybody knows, it's one of my favorite animals. So when I combined the two and I was chatting with this uh, little girl and she said to me, this was like one of the best lessons. And I said, why? And she goes, cause you were here. And I was like, oh, oh, you know, so even my husband noticed that now I had not been depressed or anything, but he noticed I had not been quite myself. And he says, man, you come home from that and you are just, happy, oh. you know, so you're right, sir, go out and help somebody else. Well, and, and so you need to do more of that. And so would other people, like if you find joy in something you're doing, why are you doing more of it? Like, ask yourself that question. I had somebody, somebody um, gave me something yesterday. I went to the mail and I came home and it was somebody I connected, you know, I'm a huge connector and I had brought them into this group and, and 
they're just the sweetest. She is just the sweetest person. Anyway, she had mailed me and they were all packaged. So cute. But she had mailed me. She's a chef and she mailed me an apron and she knew I love popcorn. So she sent me this organic popcorn and this truffle salt and some truffle something else and some yeast stuff. I don't know. It's this whole recipe you make and the recipe and a thank you card. And I was like shocked. Like that was the shock and awe, you know, gifts that you give people that it just wows them. And, and it's gifts from the heart. And that's, that's really, we can talk about that either today or the next time we um, have the show. But, you know, that was just like made my whole begin of my holidays. I thought, wow, this is what it's really all about. If somebody did that for me, I had not expected it. You know, and I was just like, so acknowledge feelings. Yeah, I'm feeling guilty for one, because I'm like, why are I doing that for people? Well, I can. Why can't I? Right. Absolutely. We can can all do that. And, you know, that I think you have something that follows up with uh, feelings that we were going to chat about. Right. Um, Be realistic. (laughs) Yeah. What is that? Um, yeah, right. Well, you know, I think that we live in this little fantasy world sometimes, or, you know, we want to be like that person on TV that has the perfect life. And we want to do over last year because it, nope, nothing can top that. Everything was perfect. And we have to like, just give yourself permission to live and be in the moment today. Like that's about being realistic is that nothing's going to be the same you know, and I put that in little air quotes, the same, you know, nothing, um, you don't get those do-overs of the, you know, you can't rewind and relive that, right? It's like every day is going to be a new day. And so just be real about it and live every day to its fullest. Yeah, you're right. Um, That makes me think about the growing and changing some of the stuff I talk about in my book, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. And as you said, every day is going to be different. And think about yourself. Are you the same person that you were last year? Is your husband the same? Is your sister-in-law the same? Is Are the families the same? My gosh, you and I talked about those differences with the, the families that are blended and yeah. so many things could change. So you're right. Be realistic because there's no way. <laughs> well, there's two sides to look at this. If it was a really great year last year, <laughs> It might not be great this year, but you know what? If it was really bad last year, it could only get better, right? Right. So that that's the good thing. It doesn't have to duplicate and to um, have those um, expectations um, be realistic, as you said, be realistic and to not try to compete with um, the Mayberries, right? Um, the right. Oh my, who was that family from back in like the, the 50s and 60s shows like June Cleaver, you know? Oh yeah, right. And- Maybe yeah to, no yeah I just dated myself leave it to beaver <laughs> <laughs> right that's okay um because my you know I come from these different families uh my family was always very small and quiet growing up and kind of prim and proper and right. then the family I married into is complete 180 <laughs> it is big it is loud it is chaotic it is out of control sometimes yeah um, yeah I don't know if they're gonna listen to this one or not but (laughs) (laughs) I I love them for who they are but you know I I love that set realistic expectations I think that's a really great tip for today (laughs) 
Yeah, no, it's very true. We'll go to the next one. Well, that that makes me lead into, um, and I'm laughing because uh, set aside some differences, you know, try to accept family members and friends as they are. And that really makes me kind of reflect on families situations that I've experienced in the past. Um, there have been tips and little rifles during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And that could have been that, um, you know, expectation or, oh gosh, is this going to happen again? And to realize that you know, people have grown and changed and scenarios have changed. So for me yeah. to, be able to set myself up to being that, like, like we said, that servant place, that giving, um, I think you said be having more empathy for others. Yeah. That helps me a lot get through those situations and to realize that although it's blended in the sense that there's the outlaws, the in-laws, the, you know, the different dynamics. Um, What I have to remember is I, what I want to bring to the table, you know, Mm -hmm. and if I want to bring out the the goodness in the holiday and be my best, and I want to be there for my immediate family for the best, then that's the energy that I'm going to, that's going to come back to me, you know? So try to, I I think that's a really important part to, to try to, well, there's, yeah, I, I just to piggyback on that, you know, it's like it's so we live in a world where it's easy to talk to people if we want to. We can communicate a lot better than we used to. And you can FaceTime them or whatever, but probably at a family function, if you have grievance, I not suggest to do that during the holidays. You know, I would say set aside your differences, pick a time, you know, and then and then that's for you. If somebody comes to pick a fight with you or, you know, challenges you in some way or triggers you in some way, figure out ahead of time how you're going to deal with that. Because if you know your feelings or your reaction and your outcome, you know, it could, it could tick you off more than no other, you know, but if you know how you're going to react, you are in control of, of how you react to them and what they do to you or for you or say to you, you know? And so I think that it's like, hold your tongue and also know how you're going to respond no matter what the circumstances are. Absolutely. The, re- the respond is key. So, um, you know, the things that I try to work on with people is try not to react, right? It's a knee jerk reaction as opposed to responding properly. And that makes me think of something I was um, going through today with my courses. And you care if I share that right quick? No, I'd love to hear. I thought this was really interesting. It's about communication, and I and I really think it kind of goes with this whole holiday stress and communication with everybody. Um, keep in mind, you know, we talk about how we're feeling, what's going on in our life, walking into a new, another situation with a lot of people, having those expectations. So, with that being a, was said, the example that was given today um, was to be aware of mm-hmm. what we're feeling. Right. So we can respond properly. And the example was, if you take the words, um, what do you mean by that? Now, if you say those five words in a monotone, they don't have a lot of meaning. What do you mean by that? Sounds a little robotic. (laughs) However, if you take a moment and say, what do you mean by that? It changes the tone, right? And it changes how you're interpreting things. What do you mean by that? Again, it changes the tone and the meaning. Or what do you mm-hmm. mean by that? Okay, just so 
again, depending on what's been happening in your life at that particular given moment or that week, you're going to interpret this in a certain way. So the same goes true with how you say things. Okay, so if you've been having a really rough week, day, or month, keep in mind that your intentions, um, you know, what you're intending to say and what you do say can really affect those communications over the holidays. And that can help keep things at bay for, so that we don't have those, um, right. those head knockers. Yeah, because tone means a lot, you know, and how you just made a great example of it. And I think, you know, we jump to conclusions when we hear other tones that we, we just, I don't know. I'm, I just kind of like go with the flow, you know, me. So it's like, I don't let a lot trigger me, you know? And so when someone will come to me and say, so-and-so they said this or did this, it's like, I don't know. I guess I just don't dissect everything everybody says to me, you know? And so I, I don't relate to that very well, but I think, you know, if we just get clarification, if something does trigger you, get clarification. Oh, we have the worldly things happen in here. <laughs> Cell phones ringing. <laughs> you know what happens. Well, you know, Welcome that, back. <laughs> well, it's just what, what I'm laughing so much about is, um, again, intentions, right? So I'm just mm -hmm. going to share this with you because I think it's relatable to this whole conversation. Our intentions are what we put out there. And my husband has great intentions. He's going to be traveling today. Wanted to let me know what's going on. Um, although I said to him, between this hour and this hour, I'm not going to talk to you. And, <laughs> and when does he call? <laughs> he called anyway. <laughs> so we weren't even talking about him. So his ears weren't ringing. No, but he, he knows I'm talking about family and Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, it can bring out the best or the worst, right? <laughs> Let's talk about the next one. Um, plan ahead. So map out in your mind or on paper, whatever works for you, you know, the plans of what you need to do, what you need to take care of, what, what, and when the parties are that you're choosing to attend to, if any, you know, um, plan out your menus, your food, just get a plan a little bit because it'll make everything so much smoother. And especially when you're talking about food, if you forget something on your menu and you're in the middle of cooking it, you know, sometimes it's hard to go run to the store at the last minute or it's crowded or, you know, it's just adds more stress. And so I think when we talk about that, it's more just get, get the help you need. Just make any kind of plans that you need that you can foresee. And then hang on to that list would be my other suggestion and file it, pack it with your if it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, pack it with that um, boxes that you store so that next year when you get it out again, there's your list. And so you don't have to start over every year. Maybe you can just tweak it. Oh, that's a great idea, especially uh, when it comes to cooking. I like that idea. Now, or, yeah. um, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I cook the same things for the holidays and stick it inside the cookbook even. Yes. That would be great. Um, you know, speaking of planning, and I'm thinking about my, uh, I'm sure, again, I'm not the only person that has to travel because my family now is 10 hours away from me. So I travel to them, although um, oh, I'm going to hold that thought. 
So in regards to planning, and not just your food, but what about, um, you know, your pets? If you're traveling, what kind of care do you need for your, your animals? Um, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're preparing and let's say you're hosting and you want a lot of kids to come over, what are the plans to keep the smaller kids entertained if you have high energy children, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's important that uh, we do kind of plan some other things as well as just the food and, and drinks. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, I gotta say, because I owned a salon and spa for so many years and I've been a hairdresser for over 30 years. That is a huge thing you need to plan ahead. Like I have a daughter I trained to do hair and she's eight to 10 weeks out. So do you think you're going to get in during the holidays? You know, and so the point is make your appointments, think about things because people want to look good for the holidays. That's like a big time, the busiest time for hairdressers, nail techs, you know, all of them in the service-based business like that, the holidays are huge for them. And so you're just going to stress them out more if you come and, you know, you're demanding or whatever. So remember that. And then also another thing, uh, plan to... In those service-based businesses, um, waitresses, hairdressers, nail techs, um, I don't know, think of any more, I'm sure you can, you know, plan on giving them a little extra. It's their holiday too, and they work hard, you know, and a lot of people work. I mean, waitresses in Utah, I don't know if you know this, but they only make like two fifteen dollars an hour. That's it. So they basically are working for, that pays the taxes, if that, and they work for tips. And so I think just be aware of others and the giving and, you know, take care of those time people to plan ahead for those appointments, for sure. Oh, I love that. And my last tip on the plan ahead, as far as what I have to give for this, is um, plan to be flexible. (laughs) 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 The best way to plan, everything I've ever come across, um, if it was written in stone, I'd be in so much trouble. So learn, you know, plan to be flexible. And if you are, I don't care if it's cooking and, you know, if we end up going to our other house, the nearest grocery store is a half an hour away. So um, if I forgot it, I need to tweak it and just be okay with it. And if it's a matter of the guest list, again, it may not be perfect. You might have a few less that showed up and you might have a few more that showed up. Um, just be okay with it. Be flexible with that planning. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Um, yeah, just be okay, you know, and don't be afraid to say no either because it's all right. You need to take care of you first, right? Mm. You've got a lot of things, you know, on your shoulders and we're both busy moms. We get it. And I have a huge, I mean, we have eight children, so you can imagine our holidays are super chaotic and I'm from a family of nine kids. And so I've always had a ton around for the holidays and, and it's fun, but it's also stressful, you know, and a couple things, let's jump into just closing up here of some things to keep in mind. Um, the first thing is keep things simple, you know, during the holidays, just, you know, think of the things that can make your life easier so that you can, not have so much on your plate and you know that plan again if that's in place that's going to keep it a lot easier to deal with but uh, you know you don't have a plan you're you're going to be in a mess right well we have a good tip here too so when you're planning out make that list of priorities right what be realistic and what you absolutely have to take care of 
because as women, as moms, we tend to think we have to be super mom and I have to do the cooking. I got to do the cleaning. I got to do the shopping. I got to do the prep. I have to do everything. And it's exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. So really take a, take a moment when you're making that plan and figure out, prioritize, what do I have to do? What can I delegate to somebody else? Um, who can help me with the shopping? Who can help me with the cleaning? Who can help me with the kids that are coming, right? And delegate and keep in mind too, because I know we all have other um, jobs on our list yeah. of things that we do. So what, what can we push off until after that holiday or after that trip? Because yeah. I was always one that felt like I had to have it all done and it had to be perfect. <laughs> And it had to be done before I left or before everybody got here. And what I realized um, after many, many years, this is where my wisdom comes in. Thank you very much for the 40, 40 rule wisdom book. (laughs) 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 My my wisdom has come in that there's no such thing as perfect and it doesn't all have to be done. So yeah, keep it simple. What has to be done and let's have some fun. Yeah, because we'll, again, will it matter next year? If you didn't do it, I mean, are you going to ruin somebody's memory? If you didn't give them the memory, they're not going to know about it, right? (laughs) Just give them good memories. That's all. You don't want them to remember, oh, Christmas every year. All I remember is how frantic my mom was running around because she had to do all these things, you know? Another thing that came up when you were saying that is I had a client for a lot of years and I watched her. She had six kids and I watched her just just work her fingers to the bone during the holidays and make everything, you know, like you said, so perfect. But you know, what was interesting is she had adult children. And I finally said, why aren't you having them give them a list? Why aren't they bringing food and helping prep and coming earlier? They don't just show up for dinner. This would be like a court every Sunday night, they'd have family dinner. She'd do everything. And it was like, you're making yourself sick, you know, because you're not taking care of you. It's okay for them to bring a salad or they bake the mashed potatoes and they get to peel all the potatoes, you know? I mean, don't, don't discredit, you know, teach your kids these skills so that they are able to do these things for their families too. Give them a part. Amen. You know, I'm not going to mention any names or how I know these people, but you know what? Some of the, I just have to say this because it's so important to, um, uh, give your kids the skills, like you said, stop enabling <sighs> them because I know of young adults. Yeah. I personally know of young adults who are college age and can't do their own laundry. They don't know right. how to work a microwave or a washing <laughs> machine or, and my daughter, when she moved out, her roommate, um, same age, 23 or four at the time. And, uh, parents had enabled him, couldn't cook for himself, couldn't clean, couldn't do anything. And, it's, it's frustrating. So yeah. And again, that's what we're talking about is keep it simple, delegate things, take care of yourself and taking care of yourself over the holidays, honestly, does not have to mean, Oh, guess what? I need to go get a one hour massage because I deserve it. Well, you probably most definitely do deserve the one hour massage (laughs) (laughs) might not be perfect. So, you know, maybe we could give some tips for self care and I have one right here. Okay. Um, Allow yourself to be fully present 
in mm. your in your mind and body for five to ten minutes. If you have to go in the bathroom and shut the door and get the kids out, just mom's busy for a minute, but five yep. to ten minutes and be fully present with everything around you. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, and and be aware of the sights, the sounds, the smell, the temperature, and just be you. And it doesn't have to take more than that, but if you'll do that even just every morning or every night or just during the day, that's time for you. And that can make a big difference in how your day goes. I know. Yeah, I love that idea. I've noticed um, the last couple of mornings when I've been out walking, it's been kind of actually funny because I always listen to podcasts or, you know, personal development things while I'm walking. But I've also realized that you don't, you know, you have your earbuds in. And so you don't really get to see what's going on. I live where it's beautiful. I'm walking by water. And I mean, the mountains are right by me. It's beautiful. And so I've noticed, though, that my phone has died. Like at 30%, it just all of a sudden shuts off. And it's been interesting because the first time it happened, I was only about a third the way into my walk. Happened again this morning when I was about a third the way to home. And I thought about it and I thought, that's probably not a coincidence. There's probably some meaning behind that, that I need to shut it off and just be present with where I'm at right then. And, and I think that I want to say that same thing for us, you know, sometimes just taking that five or 10 minutes and just being still, being quiet, don't get any interruptions, which is really hard to do. <sighs> anyway, especially with, with my mind, I mean, I have the biggest monkey mind around and it's, it's jumping all over the place all the time. And so I think just, you know, breathe, be still, take that time for you, figure out, I mean, if it's a bath for you, I mean, you know, we had the 4040 rules books, we 40 women gave their ideas of self-care. And I would say not a lot crossed over. I mean, you know, a lot, they were just different ideas and it was awesome. Just, you know, whatever self-care looks like to you, which is obviously something you enjoy. Right. Do it. That's a, that's really the definition. Whatever makes you feel good and, and refuels you. Um, just yeah. a quick example this morning, uh, when I got back from my network meeting, although that was a great, great meeting this morning, you know, what really did it for me <clears throat> I actually, uh, my, I came home, my horses are both laying down, they're sunning themselves. Mm -hmm. And just for me to be able to walk in there, be with them for, again, five minutes. And yeah. it just puts my whole day. It's something so precious to me that yeah. um, whatever it is for you. And I, I heard, I think John Asaraf talk about this too. Put yourself in that place of joy and happiness and for some people, um, it could be something as simple as sit on the couch and if maybe your aunt, your cats, you love cats, just sit there and be present with them. Let them turn on that motor, you know, let them purr all over yeah. you. If that's what brings you joy, if you're the person that really needs to take that bubble bath that you said, then mm -hmm. my gosh, go do it. Because yeah. if, you, if you don't take care of you, who's going to take care of you? Right, right. It, you know, also, I want to say for busy moms listening, it would be a really wise thing as a mom to see what it is in these same ideas for your kids. Like, what, what do you see really makes them happy? Like, what brings your kids joy? And to me, that should make it so much easier on what to 
how to how to serve your own children, how to how to make them happy because of what brings them joy. So I think figuring that out, boy, I wish I would have had that advice. I would have paid attention to that when my kids were young. Now they're all adults, but yeah. Now we have grandkids to figure that out with, right? I know. They I know. And my grandkids are so flipping cute. They always say they need grandma holly time. <laughs> oh my god, melt my heart. <laughs> I'll give you grandma holly time. <laughs> I love my grandbabies. So, you know, we're going to wrap this week up because we are going to uh, give some more tips next week. And I think the last tip for today is really uh, pick and choose those battles, right? Um, I think we, <sighs> if it's not going to matter tomorrow, next week, or next year, maybe let it go. Oh, I think yeah. that was my mantra in the book let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. I can show you my screen. I actually have the poster. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I have. I think I have seen. Haven't I before? Uh, I can show you my poster. This is so funny. Watch this. Hang on. Forgive my my funny screen here. -da -da. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. Let. Oh, I found. How to do that more and not take life so so serious because, yeah, if it doesn't matter later. Sometimes it doesn't matter five minutes later. And how much energy did we exhaust on worrying about it? More than five minutes, and then five minutes later, it didn't even matter. So, And then you're drained, and then you're tired, and then your energy is dead. Yeah. It just, it's that, that perpetual cycle. So yeah, let it go. <laughs> let it go. Decide where you want to put your energy, because energy goes where energy flows. So yes, I love it. Spoken like a true amazing woman that you are <laughs> uh, oh my gosh well thanks so much for joining yes. all of us yes i love i want everybody to say thank you to holly thank you so much for joining me and i am thank so excited you. about getting back next week because we have five more fabulous tips that we want to share so you can be less stressed over the holidays and we'd love your comments absolutely take care everybody thanks bye